Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. We are diving in today as it's a special one because it is the six-year, six-year anniversary of this podcast. Yay! Maybe I can get like a a sound of claps happening. (laughs) I'll talk to my editor about that. But it is awesome. It is awesome to be here with you today. It is awesome to be celebrating this incredible day six years on the podcast. I can't believe we are here. It is April of 2023, and I have been showing up every single Wednesday since April of 2017, diving in with you in these episodes. And man, has it been a journey. To say that I've learned a lot is an understatement. (laughs) I had no idea how the decision to create a podcast would not only change the shape and trajectory of my business, but really my life. And it's just amazing to think that six years in, six years later, we're still here rocking and rolling and learning and growing and sharing and doing all the things. And so in honor of our six years together, today I am sharing my six must-haves for launching a successful podcast. Now, these must-haves are great really for anyone who is starting or scaling or who wants to start a podcast. And so I'm going to be sharing the best with you today, but I first want to kick it off with the willingness to have the courage to do whatever it is that you say that you want to do. You know, I could only imagine how different things would be for me and for my business and really for my level of visibility for my platform if I would have not just did, did it, if I would have not hit press send on that first podcast episode. Because here's the thing, guys, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no experience in radio or podcasting. I mean, back then, podcasting was so new, so it was really like radio was our only reference point. I had no experience in radio. I had no experience in any kind of production element like this. I had no experience even with speaking in this medium. I had done some public speaking professionally, and I had... um, obviously had to learn how to speak in the realms of marketing and PR in my corporate job, but I'd never done anything like this. I didn't know how to create content. I didn't know how to do any of it, but I just did it. And I figured it out along the way. And I not only figured it out along the way, but I thrived and I excelled because I just kept moving forward. And it wasn't that I always got it right. And it wasn't that everybody likes this episode or this podcast. It wasn't that every episode was a knockout hit, but none of that matters. I just kept moving forward. And I think that we we have to start today's episode off with that, not only idea, but that fact of life 
that if you want to get ahead, if you want to be more successful, and I know that the people that I, that listen to this podcast want that. There's a lot of people on this planet that don't. In fact, there's a lot of people on this planet that the, the mere thought of achieving greatness actually gives them a lot of anxiety and they can't handle it. But I know that you can because you listen to this podcast episode. You choose to listen to this podcast episode. You self-select to be here and you wouldn't self-select to be here if you weren't one of those people who want to strive for excellence and who want to strive to be the highest version of you. And my friends, that begins and ends with courage. And it begins and ends with the willingness to move forward and to take action and to take risks and to do something, even if you don't have it all figured out. And I cannot tell you how many of you, because a lot of you have over the years, you've joined courses of mine. You've become clients of mine. You've joined masterminds. You've met me at events. You've DM'd me. You've communicated with me. You've worked with me. And so many of you I know hold yourself back from really taking the next steps in doing something like starting a podcast. And you make up all of these things that you have to know and you have to do and you have to create in order to get started. And it's just not true. So I want to kick us off with that fact. At least it's been a fact in my life, friends. Stop waiting. Just stop waiting. Stop waiting for the perfect day, the perfect time, the perfect piece of content, the perfect articulation of your voice. I'm not even speaking perfectly right now. You hear the the puffs in the microphone. That's just how I talk. Sometimes I smack my lips. I have a very wet palate, as my editor has told me, but it doesn't stop me from showing up every single week and just doing the best that I can do with what I've been given. And I think that the more that we waste that, the farther and farther we stay from what it is that we truly want and from really living out our higher purpose and our higher calling and really becoming our highest selves. And so if you're someone who doesn't want to succeed to the greatness, if you're, if you're cool with mediocrity, then like, cool, but you're probably not my person because <laughs> my people don't want to be mediocre. My people are not some people. My people strive for excellence. They strive for greatness. They strive for love. They strive for light and they strive to shine because they believe that they've been put on that plant on this planet to do that. And with that said, let yourself, let yourself be seen, let yourself be heard. So if you are one of those people that I know that have been saying that you want to start a podcast for the last gazillion years and you haven't, just do it starting today. And I'm going to give you really simple steps to get started. So with that, let's dive in. Okay, my friends, in honor of the six-year anniversary episode of the Influencer Podcast, we are diving into my six must-haves for launching a successful podcast. And we're going to start with equipment because I know that this is something that feels heavy for some people, right? How do I get it started from the technical standpoint with the equipment? 
So I'm going to break it down to you with how I do it. And it's pretty dang simple. I have a microphone. The brand is called Sure. I also have headphones that are from the same brand. And then I have what's called an interface. And the brand of the interface is called Focusrite. I got all three pieces of those <laughs> of equipment on Amazon. I also have a a mic stand that's pretty heavy. So if I move my hands, it doesn't fall over. And that's it. It's really simple how this works. The headphones go into the interface, the microphone goes into the interface, and then the interface plugs into my desktop, and then you're ready to rock and roll. That is what I use. Now, in today's day and age, a simple Google search could show you any and every piece of equipment that you could possibly need for any and every type of podcast that you would want to create. But if you're not going to be doing a lot like multi guests at once, if you're going to be doing predominantly one guest at a time or solo episodes virtually or in person, the equipment that I just shared with you will suffice. So that is my first must have tip. Second must have tip is the software. So what do I use on the software side? We talked about the hardware, the software side to get this train floating. So I will be the first to admit, I do not edit my podcast episodes, nor would you want me to, and I never have. That is one of the first things that when I made the decision to launch a podcast, I knew that I was going to have to have um, a podcast editor to, to do the editing for me because I didn't know how to do it. I didn't want to learn how to do it. I wasn't going to waste my time trying to figure out how to do it because it's not my zone of genius. So I went to Upwork.com, found a fabulous editor. His name is Zach. He is still with me today, and that is who edits my podcast. So in terms of the software systems that he uses is, that he uses to edit, I don't know what those are. I should have probably asked him before I started this podcast episode. I just thought of that. But again, my advice to you would be don't worry with the editing unless it's something that you truly love. Instead, hire it out. It's not super expensive, and it's going to save you a ton of time. Now, when it gets to the software that I do need to use in order to launch episodes week after week, the two primary pieces of software are Libsyn. Libsyn is the software system that allows you to actually upload all of your recorded episodes, and then it sends it out to all of the various platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, etc. And then I also use Riverside as the recording platform, Riverside FM. Now, in the past, I have used Zoom, and Zoom is fine, completely doable to use Zoom to record podcast episodes. However, I did find that Riverside actually has a much higher quality when it comes to the video recording. And so because video is something that I use to promote the podcast, I needed to up-level that. I needed a higher quality. So earlier this year, I decided to go with Riverside. I'm very, very happy with it. Again, it's not super costly at all. And to me, it's worth having that high quality video content. However, if video is not a focus for you and you're only recording audio, something like Zoom would work just fine. Now there's a ton of other platforms out there, but those are the ones that I use. Okay, must have number three. And we're going to actually talk about a little bit of a launch strategy, a launch strategy must have when it comes to launching a podcast. Now, when you think about launching a podcast, especially in today's age, you never want to just launch with one episode. The reason for this, there's a couple of reasons, and I'll share my 
my take on this is that the first reason is there's so much material out there right now that you want to give people more than just one episode from the get-go so they can start to really sense and get a feel of who you are as a podcast and as a podcast host. If you just launch with one episode, you're kind of limiting yourself on giving the audience a really good feel of who you are, what kind of content you're going to be rolling out, what is your vibe, what is your cadence as a, as a podcast host, et cetera. So that's one reason why you want to start with multiple episodes. The other one is that it really allows you to, to hit your ideal audience. And there's some algorithm things on the back end as well with this. You're going to be able to kind of see from stats and data as well, which episodes do better. So you're going to get a better idea of which topics are resonating with your audience the most. You're also going to be able to kind of sense how long does it take your audience to absorb the content, you know, because you're going to have data after a day of posting, after a week, after two weeks, after a month. So there's various reasons why when you first launch a podcast, launching with just more than one episode is important. I believe starting with about four to six episodes out of the can. So the first day that your podcast goes live, there's going to be four to six episodes right there. These episodes should really curate and give the audience a feel of what the entire experience is going to be like on your podcast. So for example, if you're going to be doing a mix of solo episodes and guest episodes, you're going to want to have a mix of that in that first batch. If you're going to be doing any kind of Q&A where you bring the audience in, you're going to want that to be included. Um, Really, it comes down to what are your content pillars, what are the pain points and the challenges that you may be solving on your podcast, or maybe if you have a podcast that's more entertainment driven or pop culture driven, you're going to want to have those elements there to really showcase the experience of what people can expect when they tune into you. Another benefit of launching with multiple episodes is if someone listens to these episodes and they really like them, they're going to be more likely to subscribe, to rate, and to review your podcast as opposed to you only having one episode out. It may not give them enough to really hook them, especially in today's mass consumption age. So that's kind of my spiel on the launch strategy of must-haves. Now on to must-have number four. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content, so we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. 
Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. On to must-have number four. And this is also a bit of a strategy, but overall, I think just a must-have is you've got to stick with a consistent schedule. Now, you get to pick what that is for you, whether that's multiple times a week, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever that is, pick it and stick it. Okay. The consistency of your podcast and how it rolls out is super important, not only for the algorithm purposes, but I think more importantly to build that know, like, and trust with your audience and for them to really understand from a schedule perspective of when they can expect to hear from you. I'll give you an example with my podcast for the last six years, I have been consistently airing an episode every single Wednesday. Now there might've been other seasons where I had more than one episode a week come out, or maybe I did bonus um, episodes, or maybe there was some kind of promotion that was happening. But no matter what, I never let go of that consistency of having an episode come out every single week on a Wednesday. And so because of that, people now know and can expect to hear a new podcast episode from the Influencer Podcast on a Wednesday. Now, why did I pick Wednesday? There was no magic rhyme or reason to it. There was no strategy with it. That is just when I chose to air my podcast episodes. You know, are there certain days of the week that are better to air podcast episodes? Maybe. I don't know if there are. I'm sure you could Google that. But I think more importantly, it's not about trying to, again, hack your way through some perfect day. It's about you picking a schedule that works for you and sticking to that. Okay, number five must have. And this is one that I get asked about a lot, and I'll give you an example. You have to be able to make decisions about how you want your podcast flow and content and context to be, and you have to stick to those decisions. So, for example, a question I'll get a lot is Julie, what's better, guest episodes or solo episodes? Well, my response to that is always, it depends. What's your goal? What's your strategy? So if you are someone who, for example, if you have a business that's similar to mine or you want to aspire to have a business that's similar to mine, meaning that you have your own offers that you sell to an audience, a solo-based podcast is probably going to be more of a benefit for, for you than 
guest only or guest focused podcast episodes. Because again, you have to think about this strategically. You're wanting to build a know, like, and trust with this audience so they buy from you if you are someone who sells your own offers. That means the more that they hear from you and not a guest, the more that you're going to build that know, like, and trust. So I'm a firm believer that if you have your own offers to sell, doing a lot of solo episodes is really important. Now, let's say that that is not a a priority for you and that's not a factor in your business, then maybe having a lot of guest episodes come in and maybe the guests are related to your topics because it helps note your authority in your own field or your own credibility, or maybe it's just an interview-based podcast solely and that is the focus. Maybe you focus more on podcast ad revenue instead of launching and selling your own offers. And so you don't really need the solo episodes. And so maybe it actually serves you better to have guests on your show because that's going to help with the downloads, which then increases your ad revenue. So those are just two examples of how you want to be looking at that strategically. Again, there isn't a right or wrong, but you want to be making um, a really thorough decision when you do decide what to do there. Now, my sixth and final must-have is a marketing must-have, and this boils down to getting people to share your podcast. Now, there's so many different ways that we can cut this cake, if you will, of how do you get people to share it. Um, What I think is the, I don't know if easiest is the right way, simplest, simplest way is by you going on other podcasts in the beginning and over time to spread awareness. Yes, you could run ads. Yes, you could do um, podcast swaps. You know, there's so many things that you can do, but I really think in the heart of it, looking back over the last six years, what has helped me grow the most is when I go on other people's podcasts to share my story, and then they come to my podcast, they listen, they really find found value, they enjoy it, and they keep coming back. The other thing that really helps with getting people to share it is referrals. The best way to get a referral, meaning someone listens to your podcast, they think it's amazing, and they tell their friend about it, and that friend tells their friend, and then that friend tells their friend. The, the big reason why my podcast grew, especially in the beginning, was because of that word of mouth marketing. People heard it, they loved it, and they shared it. So how do you get that word of mouth marketing going? By creating really valuable, consistent content on the podcast. Let the podcast do the work for you. Let it market for you. Let it speak for you. And that's really what I focused on. I didn't focus on how to hack the system. I didn't focus on how I could try to get someone to do something. I didn't run ads at all in the beginning of my podcast. For years, I didn't run ads. I didn't have to because the value was there and it was so quality and it was so driven. People happily shared my podcast with their friends, with their families, with their coworkers on their social media pages. Now, I will say nowadays with social media and just the changes of it, I don't see as many people share about podcast episodes as, say, I used to back in 2018, 2019, but they still do if they feel really connected and resonated with it. But I think where I see people sharing the most nowadays is not necessarily online, but it's genuinely the word of mouth. Someone goes to a conference and they're sitting there with a group of people and they're talking about really good quality podcast content and your podcast could pop up or they're having lunch with friends. This comes up. 
and then people start talking about it. And so I think that that's really how you have to look at it is knowing that there's probably going to be a lot of conversations happening out there in the world that you don't even know about, but you can't let that diminish or stop you from continuing to show up and do good work because you never know what's happening, the word of mouth and the marketing that may be happening around you that you don't even know know about because you're so focused on the strong quality content. And so that is the biggest takeaway when it comes with the must-have marketing. Focus on the value, focus on the consistency, focus on the content. And when somebody does share your work, tell them thank you, ask them what they loved about it, Really do your own kind of social um, feedback, if you will. Get that feedback from um, all the social spaces and all the people in those spaces to to really hear from the people that are actually listening to your podcast what's resonating with them. And that will help you create content as you move along. So there you have it. My six must-haves along with my bonus little must-have that I gave you at the beginning of this about getting started. And again, I just can't thank you enough for coming here. If you have been here since the beginning, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know that this has been such an evolution of growth for all of us, and this has been such a process. I cannot wait to see what the next six years hold for our incredible community here and for this podcast and for this industry, really. So much has changed. I kind of look back to some of my beginning episodes. And even though sometimes it makes me cringe because I was such a little newbie and wasn't fully confident in my voice and, and how I showed up and you can hear that in how I speak, but for the time that it was, the value was really there. And I look back and I think back and I listen back and I'm like, wow, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said about just that consistency of moving forward and that, and that desire to want to be the best that you can be no matter what stage that you're in. And I think that there's a lot to be said about that. And so if you need some confidence boost or some encouragement, go back and listen to those beginning episodes. Listen to baby podcast Julie and and how she showed up and how she made it flow. And it may give you some insight. It may give you some ideas. It may make you laugh. (laughs) It makes me laugh. Um, But hopefully, I hope it just reminds you that you're not alone in this process. And we all have to start somewhere. And I think the most important piece to that is just the getting started piece. And so definitely check those earlier episodes out. Um, They're really, really good. We have over 600 now for you to check out. And uh, if you're new to the Influencer Podcast, I want to thank you for being here. And I hope that you keep coming back. And I hope that you have gleaned some insights and some wisdom and some support through the work that we have been doing since you started listening. There is a wealth of information and knowledge, not only from me at all, but from uh, the incredible guests that we've had on the show, clients of mine that have come on the show, all kinds of um, just incredible um, masters that have been on this show to share their wisdom and to share their experience throughout the years. And so there's a lot to be said about going back and listening to some of those earlier episodes back from 2017, 2018, 2019, um, and so on until here. So with that said, again, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here, for celebrating six years of the Influencer Podcast with me. I hope today's episode was useful. If it was, please consider leaving a podcast review wherever you love to listen to podcasts. That really is the best way that I get to hear from you on what episodes that you really are resonating with and that you love. You can let me know. For example, if you're listening to this episode, episode 321, if you like this episode, you can leave the episode number in the review. You can let me know what you enjoyed about it because the 
the more that I see what episodes that you're resonating with, the more that I can start to really deepen those concepts and create more content around that, which just makes this experience more beneficial for you and everyone that's listening. And it also allows other people who may be new to the space, um, our influencer podcast space to kind of know what episodes to maybe tune into first, if you also liked that episode. So that's just something to keep in mind as well. Um, why I, I feel that reviews are so important, not so much just to, you know, talk about how great the show is, but really what episodes and what content pieces are resonating with you, I think is the most important. So with that, thank you so much for being here. I will see you next week, same time, same place as we continue to dive in. We're going to be talking about the steps that got me from 5k months to 20k months in less than 10 months. So I'm going to be breaking down some strategies that help me do just that. So if that feels interesting to you, you're going to want to listen to next week's episode as well. And with that, I will see you next time, my friends. Same time, same place. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.